And that was Payphone by Maroon 5 featuring Wiz Khalifa because that was, that album was not represented on the Super Bowl. And that was my immediate thought after their halftime performance was done. But it's Shane. And Kaylee. And welcome to a bonus episode bonus. of the Pop Talk Podcast. Mm-hmm. Hope you guys are having an amazing day. Hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl, even though it was kind of a snooze fest. And yeah, I literally went, I literally fell asleep during it. And then I woke up for the halftime show. And then I went to bed. Yep, you are not the only person <laughs> to say comments like that. My family group chat was literally like, snore, snore, snore. But, <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so this is a bonus episode to our last episode. So make sure you check out that previous episode where we talked about Rent Live and a bunch of new music. And you can find that episode by subscribing to the podcast on mm-hmm. iTunes and SoundCloud so you don't miss out on that episode, past episodes, and future episodes. And then if you want to, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pop Talk Podcast at pop underscore talk underscore. And you can follow my personal Instagram and Twitter at Mr. McCaddy, M-R-M-C-C-A-T-T-Y. And my Instagram is the letter K, F as in Frank, E-R-R-008. And then my Twitter is K K Y one zero five seven. And like always, those things will be down in the description for you if you cannot remember. So today, guys, like it is a bonus episode, so it's going to be pretty relaxed, nothing too structured. Mm-hmm. We are skipping over Billboard because it's not really much to say anyways. Uh, Drip Too Hard is out of the top ten, though, mm-hmm. finally. And Girls Like You, it's next on its way. <laughs> <laughs> and then J. Cole debuted in, at number four with his new single, Middle Child, which is actually pretty good. I actually wanted to talk about it last on the last podcast mm-hmm. but I don't know I just didn't put it on the list for some reason but clearly I should have because now it's a hit yeah but <laughs> top 10 hit top 5 hit top 5 alright so we are talking about the Super Bowl and the halftime with Maroon 5 mm-hmm. and they were also going to be as I mentioned on the last episode all of the Fifth Harmony girls have all now gone solo and they've all officially put out music yes. which is crazy mm-hmm. to think that just last year they were still Fifth Harmony, and now they're all solo <laughs> artists. So we will be kind of doing a Fifth Harmony face-off kind of situation with their singles later on in the episode. So let's just jump right into the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It was the Rams versus the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know you were a Patriots fan. I'm a Patriots fan by default. Oh. My mom is a super huge Patriots fan, and I feel like I just can't like another team mm. because of how passionate she mm. is about the Patriots. That's how my dad is with the Mets, mm-hmm. the baseball team. Um, my my old room that I'm currently staying in, in a corner in the on a bed, um, is now the me- the man cave when I moved out, and it's completely Mets. Orange and blue everywhere. Oh, really? Mets everywhere. Mets, so Mets. <laughs> I'm by default a Mets and a Jets fan. <laughs> but default. we did not. It was just me and my mom. Like someone comes over, like they're like, Kia, like, I'm not a Mets fan. I just don't like the Mets. Hey, you don't like the Mets yet? Yeah, goes into the room. Oh, you don't like the Mets, huh? So <laughs> look, let me explain. <laughs> no, I don't feel like they'd actually be allowed in the house. <laughs> Just my dad at the door. No. No. No, no, no. No, actually, just me and my mom watched it um, because my dad boycotted it because he loathes the Patriots to a boiling point to where he did not so, watch it or so listen to it. So many people 
hate the Patriots, and they only hate them because they win. No, no, no. My dad actually hates them because of Tom Brady. What about... He doesn't like I, him? I don't know. Oh. I honestly don't know. It's just... Well, he might be about to retire, so... No, I thought he was. He well, might. I don't know. He... Well, I don't... He, I mean, he didn't say anything during the game, like, during his speech afterwards. If you didn't know, the Patriots won, obviously. <laughs> They're six-time winning. Yep. And... And, um... He had said... Because someone said, oh, you're just going to be doing this to your 45, which I guess is the last mm. age they can play at. I guess. I don't know. And and they're like, oh, well, how does, oh, like, what is your motivation to, like, come back? And he was like, how could you not come back with all of this? I said, oh, he's coming for the glory. That's yeah. why he's staying. He said he doesn't know. And I started following him on Instagram and just the way how he posts, I said he he doesn't want to not be like Tom Brady. Right. But I don't think he realizes that even if he does retire, he'll still be Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. Because he was trying really hard on the Instagram. I was like, aren't you like 41 or something? Why are you trying really hard on Instagram? I (laughs) only know him for real, for real, because on Family Guy, he voiced himself on a very old episode Mm -hmm. where the main character joins the Patriots. So he voiced himself, and it was that's really all honestly all I catch up with. I can't keep up. I really don't know anything about them. There's, I mean, there's nothing to keep up with except that they win all the time, and people are mad because they cheated one time, one time, and people just can't let it go. (laughs) And I don't understand. My thing is that, like, I understand being. So I I can see it two ways. I understand being mad if you're a fan of a sport. Mm-hmm. I can understand being mad at the same team winning all the time because um, uh, in this game that I, I like, League of Legends, they have world championships and all that stuff too. The Koreans always win. Mm-hmm. So it's like, or there's one team specifically that's Korean always wins. So it's like, is there even like a point to mm. even watch? What's the point of getting excited because aren't they just gonna win? Mm-hmm. And so I can so I can understand that aspect. But my other perspective is is y'all are just mad because they do win and they're at the top of their game. They're in the top of their field, and that's what people do. Whenever someone's at the top, they're just hated on because they're winning, and that's strictly for the fact that they're winning. Ask Ariana Grande. Ask Nicki Minaj. Ask Drake. Ask Kanye West. Ask anyone. Ask Apple. Ask Disney. Ask any of these people who are at the top of their fields and they get hate because they're at the top. Mm. And that's why y'all are mad, but it's okay because we have a six win. Six rings. Six rings. Coming for seven soon. Mm. Actually, I'm not sure what they're going to do because Tom might retire and Mm. then there's a lot lot of talk about um, Gronkowski or Gronk. He's going to probably retire too. Because hmm. he's, he's, I guess he's suffering. He's not gonna be in a lot of pain, no. like physical pain. Like his body just can't take it anymore. Because mm. football's a dangerous sport, y'all. It sure is. And so I'm like, that's two of their star players mm-hmm. that they'll be losing for next season. So, you know, if if they both you know decide to leave, so it's like, oh, that's a whole new team. So this might just this might have been it. This might have been the prime. The peak. Patriots. This might exactly. This might have been the prime peak. <laughs> Never again. So, yeah. but even if it is, good to go out looking a huge like six mm-hmm. when like no one's done that. So he's he's solidified his spot. Yeah. In football history, Tom Brady. So 
the game, whatever, was boring. There was no touchdowns at all. In, like, the first two quarters, I think. Yeah. No. The first three, I think. I think the Patriots, mm-hmm. could, they both had field goals. And then I think the Patriots got a touchdown after that and another field goal. There's only one touchdown in the entire game. Mm. Yeah, I just remember my mom my mom the whole time, like, they'll do something. And then my mom, and then it'll, like, prelude to a commercial. My mom's like, what? I, I'm not even watching the game. What? What's the point of having this if all they're going to do is cut to commercial? Five seconds yeah, after the game, play. Yeah, the game, because they knew the game was a snooze. <laughs> yeah, but they did seem to cut to commercial quite more than I remember them yeah. ever doing. I was like, dang, another commercial break. Like, <laughs> wow. But speaking of commercials, mm-hmm. because I thought, this game is so boring. The mm. commercials will hype it up, right? Mm. No, the commercials were such a letdown for the most part. Mm. I can't really think of any of them that stood out for me. I was just waiting for the Cardi B commercial. I didn't even see that one Yeah. on TV. I saw, I think they showed, the. I don't think they showed the whole thing. Because I saw Steve Carell. Yeah, I, I saw did too. his part on TV mm-hmm. in that segment. But I didn't see where Cardi came in. I saw that part online mm-hmm. today. And I was like, wait, that's they didn't show that? That's all I was waiting for. And then I had a status that I reposted today on Facebook that said, um, just give me the Cardi B commercial so I can go to bed. And then I'm like, yep, those are my exact same <laughs> thoughts this year. Give me the Cardi B commercial so I can go click goodnight. Because as soon as the Patriots got that interception, I was like, okay, the game's over. Bye. Yeah. I don't care anymore. We won. No, I literally just, I saw the halftime show and I was like, all right, mom, go to bed. Yeah. Got so, work in the morning. Right. So commercials were a letdown. Like, not, they weren't funny. They weren't memorable. Memorable. The Doritos one with Chance the Rapper and Backstreet Boys was that okay. That was cool. Yeah. I did like the one. There was one for Walmart that it was all these cars, like different theme movie cars. Like there was Bumblebee and there was mm-hmm. the the Scooby Doo car and they were all. It was a it was a commercial for Walmart's like pickup grocery pickup, and it was just all these different movie cars. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cute. Yeah. But then there was the other one where it was Christina Applegate in the car with the M and M's, and they're all in the chocolate bar and they're like. He's touching me. He's touching me. And he sh- and then like she's like, I will stop this car right now and eat you if you don't stop. And then I'm like, okay. See, it wasn't. It, it's not as funny now, but it was funny when it aired. Mm-hmm. I don't think I saw that one either. There's, oh. I at a certain <laughs> at a certain point in time, I stopped watching the game <laughs> on TV and was watching it on a live stream on my laptop, and I started playing like, some video games. Cause I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I said, this is, this is not exciting mm-hmm. to actually sit here and actively watch, so... I actually did fall asleep right before the half... I thought I missed it. I thought I missed the halftime show, and that's why I woke up, because I wanted to make sure I, I, I didn't miss it. But I fell asleep, and my mom was like, oh, you missed the Game of Thrones commercial. And I was like, you let me sleep through the Game of Thrones commercial? They did have some cute beer commercials, though, where it's... The big, like, the big barrel of corn syrup, and they're going from, like, beer kingdom yeah. to beer kingdom. That yeah. was cute. I'm not saying they didn't have good commercials. I'm just saying they yeah. weren't, like, where's, yeah. the ex- where's the hype? Where's the excitement? Where's the, yeah. where's the Morgan Freeman one last year? I still oh, remember that. Yeah. That was The Mountain Dew, like, where's those type of things? Where's the rememberable <laughs> stuff? Like, even the one, wasn't last year or the year before, like, the Old Spice commercial that went viral. A few years ago. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, that. I remember that still, like, where's mm-hmm. the memorability? But, so, 
Games boring, right? Oh. Commercials are boring. Yeah. So. I was thinking the the something monkey baby head that that really weird commercial that my dad absolutely loved. It was for Mountain Dew Kickstart. Mm. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Yeah, game is boring. Yeah. Commercials are boring. Yes. So we think, you know what? Maybe the halftime show will save the day <laughs> and bring some type of excitement to the field. Incorrect. So we get Maroon 5's performance. So let's talk about it. My first thing, my first note watching it, and my first note writing it down after watching it again. Turn Adam's mic up. I can't hear him. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. I cannot hear him. He already has a kind of softer voice to begin with. Turn him up. Mm -hmm. Isn't this what sound checks are for? To get levels? Turn him up. I was going to text you that exact thing. I was like, where is he? I can't can't hear hear him. him. (laughs) Who's singing right now? Yeah. I t- Kaylee, <laughs> I turned up my volume at least five different times yeah. during that first song. I was like, "Yeah, is he? Is it just my TV? Is yeah. it? This is the mic? Like, what is going on?" But you know, when I put my hearing aids in, and then I could actually finally hear, um, I thought that it was a smart move for them to start out with some classics. Yeah, they opened up with "Harder to Breathe" because I love that song, and followed by "This Love." I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay." Sign off for the classics so people don't get mad right away. I said, that's a smart move. And I think, and that, just hearing those songs, always, no matter what setting or when the time is, I always, my immediate thought is always, man, I really wish they would go back to making songs like these. Mm -hmm. No matter, every time I hear it, why don't you, I don't understand. You can hear the difference. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I don't want to ne- necessarily say quality, but you can hear the difference in just... Production? I mean, that, but, like, it's, like, you can hear... It's a different band. You can yeah. Hear, you can hear the difference. Well, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it is. Like, literally, it is. But, so, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was cool, too, that they did open up with Harder to Breathe, mm-hmm. because... That was also their first ever single as Maroon 5. Oh. So opening up the Super Bowl with their first ever single mm-hmm. is, you know, when I think about, I wonder how, what they were thinking when they were coming up with this set list. I know I, I probably would have been thinking, wow, when we wrote this song, you know, however many years ago, did we ever think that this would be like the opener to yeah. our Super Bowl yeah. set? Did we even think that we would be at the Super Bowl? So I was like kind of full circle moments like that. Um, but I had issues with this love. I don't know what was going on with those vocals mm-hmm. because he changed too many notes for me. Yeah. Like too many notes were changed. Like not in good ways. Well, maybe it's because you couldn't hear him still. No, maybe he couldn't hear himself. Mm. That's true too. <laughs> because I was like, because I was trying to sing along. I said, okay, Adam, you are changing too many notes. People can't sit here at home. Kevin and Karen, or whoever I gave the <laughs> names to last week. <laughs> Brenda! Brenda. They can't sing along if you're changing all these notes. Mm-hmm. That's too funny. So after they did This Love, um, which is a great song, so, mm-hmm. but just the note changes, um, he asked if he can play guitar. I said, you shouldn't have, don't ask. He did? Yeah, he said, can I play guitar for you? Aren't you oh. a band? Oh. I Aren't you standing there? Haven't you been playing these first two songs with, with the guitar in your hand? And I asked him, can you play guitar? That's not rock star mentality. Just play guitar. <laughs> like, don't ask for permission. 
Can I play guitar for you? No. Yeah, like, can I can I perform the Super Bowl for you? Heck no. No. <laughs> but, um, so then he, you know, they have a whole guitar, a little guitar segment, which I did think was cool because, you know, Maroon 5 hasn't necessarily been the most guitar-driven band in quite a bit of time, so didn't have, like, a moment just full of guitar. was pretty cool. And then that transition into the SpongeBob... <sighs> Um, I don't even know what to really... What happened to Girls Like You? That was the next. Oh, was it? Was it? No. Oh. Um, no, trust me, we'll, we'll get the Girls Like You. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, thought it was <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> but, um, then went to the Spongebob, I don't even, I, I want to call it a commercial, but like, the Spongebob transition where they played a part of the scene from the Super Bowl Spongebob episode. The Bubble Bowl. The Bubble Bowl, yes, thank you. And now... What I was told from Kaylee before, and what I was sent some links and read online, is that apparently there was a petition mm-hmm. that went around for Maroon 5 to perform Sweet Victory. Millions of people. Yes, over a million people signed the posi- signed p- petition. This. And it was supposed to be in honor of the SpongeBob creator. Yes. Who just passed away back in 2018. Yes. Now... This little moment, and it's so funny, like, a little 20-second moment is, like, the biggest controversy of, like, the year so far. And, and now, when I was first told that they would be doing a sweet victory, and then I read that, that post, or that article, I thought, you know what, that would, I mean, that would be kind of cool, and especially, like, a little tribute to uh, yeah. the creator. That would be a pretty awesome thing to do. Now... Fast forward to in real time when they're performing and they showed the little clip and then after they did the little horn part, they went into another song that was not Sweet Victory. I said, okay, well, that I mean, you know what? I'm fine with that because I don't think that would have necessarily sounded the sounded the best if they had performed it. And so a lot of people were mad that they didn't perform the song. I think they would have been more mad if they did perform the song because I don't think the song would have been good. And I think it's better for them not to ruin that I... and give a, a respectful nod to it. Because they, mm-hmm. they didn't have to do anything. I saw a meme or, like, a picture of, like, Spongebob holding a sign that said, you know, Maroon 5, something, 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 like, along the lines of Maroon 5... Don't be mad at Maroon 5 when they do the thing because they are just doing what you guys want them to do. Mm-hmm. That was basically what it said. My brother... Let me but tell where you... Where did that come from, though? That, that it, wasn't like Maroon 5 didn't post that. No, someone posted that because they thought Maroon 5 was going yeah. to be... Because that's what they said they were going to... They teased that they were going to do this thing. Did... But did... Were any teasing or any words came from any of the members' mouths or tweets that said, we're going to perform Sweet Victory, or did they just keep teasing Spongebob-related things? It doesn't matter. But it does matter, because y'all can't get mad that they didn't sing the song when they didn't say they were going to sing the song. I thought that's why people got mad, is because they said it at some point at some time. No, I think that there was just so much talk around it. I think people put it into their heads Mm. that they said they were going to do it. I didn't see anything where Maroon 5 said, this is what we're doing. 
Oh, well, I saw I the s- trailer that they posted on their YouTube channel that had like a little SpongeBob clip thing in it. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, if that's what you guys are going off of, like, you guys are expecting a lot from a band that you didn't even want to perform at the Super Bowl. I think that if they had done it, I feel like they're they would have gotten a little bit of props, like just the tiniest of I bits. Don't. No, they they've gotten they got no props for their entire performance. I don't think that would have made it any. I mm-hmm. think that would have made it worse. And also, I think, too, maybe they did have plans to perform it, but maybe, you know, that's not their song. So that has to get approved to be performed on TV. Maybe it didn't get approved hmm. for them to perform. Maybe the SpongeBob true. team or Nickelodeon was like, yeah, no. But you can use this clip. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm still salty as a pretzel, but let me tell you. I do think it would have been, I, I think it would be a cool moment. I just don't think Maroon 5 is the band to hmm. give that moment. I think, well, here, okay, so I told Chris, my brother, that this was going to happen, right? Because I thought this was going to happen. I read things that were going to happen, blah, 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 blah. So he comes out of his room. He never comes out of his room. To He comes out of his room he to watch this because he was so excited. And when they didn't do yeah, it. I can't give in to the hype like that. He, when they didn't do it, he goes... This is sacrilege. And he walks upstairs. You know what's so funny I was like, about oh that? my that gosh. Moment, you know what's so funny about that, though, is that the most anticipated part that people were expecting from Maroon 5's halftime show not had Maroon nothing 5. to do with Maroon 5. Mm-hmm. And Maroon, they, people were getting mad at Maroon 5 for doing something, for not doing something that isn't Maroon 5. But Maroon 5 does Maroon 5. Why, where, why are you doing Maroon 5? We don't want to say Maroon 5. We want to say Spongebob. Heck yeah. So when a cartoon who has been in the game just as long as your band has. True that. True is that. Is beating you out for attention. Mm. More people sign the petition to do Sweet Victory than the people who signed the petition for Maroon 5 to drop out of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So that speaks volumes but <laughs> but i think you know what honestly the memes that came out of this are just as good because did you see the one i put po- have you seen the ones i posted there was one I've seen a few memes there's one that's like it's their stage which is the m yeah and they were like oh m, m, m for min but it should be w, w for wombo not for wombo w for um for uh something Oh. It wasn't Wombo. The, the one I saw wasn't Wombo. Oh, the one I have is Wombo. It was another word. It was something but a bit like basic. Oh. I can't think of the Man, but they're funny. So after that disappointing moment. Disappointing. I, I mean, I wasn't disappointed because oh, after was. that moment, they went into sicko mode, which yes. I wasn't expecting Travis Scott to come so early in the set. Same. And I thought what was cool, and it took me a little while to realize, I was like, how did they do this? So during the transition, if you didn't see... Um, there was like a meteor or yeah. an asteroid, well, Astro World, so probably an asteroid, that was coming down onto the stage. And I was like, how are they doing that? Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And then it hits the ground and it blows up. And then Travis Scott is there and like an open asteroid with like a bunch of fire. I'm like, how did they do that? And then after watching it again, I said, oh, it's probably just a TV effect. Yes. With the thing. And yes. then they just cut to. That makes more sense. But yeah. and watching in the moment, I was just like, what? What's going on? <laughs> and then so, yeah, so he comes out and does sicko mode. And I appreciate Travis for um, live vocals. He didn't have a backtrack or something. And, but I felt like he was really nervous oh, yeah. to perform. And it's understandable. Like, that this huge performance is a huge stage. 
Um, but he didn't like miss a beat or anything. But you can tell he because he was just like, gotta say my words, remember my words, gotta breathe. Oh, <laughs> uh, so he was doing all that because he was also changing some notes and stuff too. So that's why I kind of figured um, he was nervous. But I thought that for what he was allowed to do, I felt he did a great job. Um, but when he when Adam when they started meshing together and Adam was trying to like bob along and be cool, I was like, you just look awkward, mm. and, like a a dad trying to be hip because you are a dad trying to be hip. I saw um, Kylie posted a there's a uh, Kylie Jenner. There's Travis now. Um, yeah, well, yeah, because that's his baby mama. Oh, I just didn't know you were talking about like a random. Yes, Kylie Jenner <laughs> showed a picture of her daughter watching Stormy. Baby Stormy. Travis. Travis. Aw, Baby Stormy. Um, why are you letting your like one year old child watch your husband or baby daddy cuss? <laughs> like that's just. It was censored. It's, I know, but that's it was just that's weird. Kaylee, that's her dad that's performing weird. on the Super Bowl. I, I don't care. You can say anything that's you want. Weird. That's your dad. Yes, dad. Win. Get that check. Mm. So you don't get paid for the Super Bowl, but. So oh, yeah, that's right. No, so, there's, so there's no check. But I'm sure a lot of people went and bought sickle mode who already didn't. So mm-hmm. there's your check. Um, so so he was just there for sickle mode. And I'm, I'm surprised that he didn't do like another song. Yeah. Two, but whatever. Okay, so then after Travis Scott leaves, um, yeah, we need to talk about girls like me. So after Travis Scott leaves, you just they shoot they the shot changes to this drum line. Yes, which is when I thought Sweet Victory was gonna happen. Sure. I was like, yes, finally. Finally! That's even worse. Yes, sweet victory! And then you get girls like you. It's like... <laughs> That's when my brother left the second time. Because I was like, Chris, come back. They're doing it. They're doing it. <laughs> try it again. <laughs> he was so... And he started making jokes like God's up in the sky. Like, even I want a sweet victory. What the heck is this? That's like, that's not what I told you to do. What? <laughs> so the fun. drum line comes. And I'm like... And then I, I hear the girls like you beat playing in the drums. I'm like, oh, I didn't. I'm like, um, I'm like okay. <laughs> I said, so they're doing girls like you. And, you know, Cardi B said she wasn't showing up. And I'm glad that she said again that she wasn't showing up just to make it clear. So I don't know what in what board meeting <laughs> that they had where they said, okay, Cardi's not showing up, so and we know that people really only like this song because of her, so we need to do something else to kind of make this song better. So so someone says, oh, let's get like a drum line. Oh, that's a cool idea. Oh, but let's not just stop there. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it acapella. And so they started doing an acapella, and I was like, are they doing an acapella? I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then I heard little harmonies. I said, okay, that's awesome. I kind of like that. And then the song really kicks in. And then the camera turns around like it does like in the music. Yeah, going, which I thought was okay. But that was cool, too. It goes in the circle. And then you just flips around, and all you see is this gospel <laughs> choir in robes 
And I said, I immediately, immediately tweeted, OMG, not a gospel choir. What are we doing? What is even happening? What did I say? I know that you said the same thing to me, too, because I I literally was just watching this going, Shane, are you? Well, I was just thinking the whole time, Shane, are you seeing this right now? Are you watching this? I... Oh, yes, he goes, oh, I'm, oh, well, I said, ugh, here we go, because I knew the, the girls like you. And he goes, OMG, really, a choir? Like, really, though? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Choir, a whole entire OMG. choir. And it wasn't, and so then I thought, you know what, maybe the choir will just be doing harmonies and backup vocals. I'm kind of okay with that. But then that soloist grabbed the mic. And she went for it. And she was singing. And I said, I'm done. I said, Girls Like You is not the song. Like, <laughs> why is Girls Like You getting this whole entire moment? This is like when, um, I don't know if you saw um, Beyonce and Jay-Z when they performed at the Global Citizens Festival in Uh-oh. Africa a couple of months ago. Um, she did a new rendition of Halo that had like an African oh. choir like involved in it, and but that song is Halo. That makes a little more sense. Mm-hmm. Girls like you. Girls like you. Ah! <laughs> she and she, you know, the whole time I was the whole time she was really going at it. I was like, wow, the Greatest Showman really like amped it up because that like song like this is me yeah that's exactly what i heard at the super bowl when she was singing yes probably i mean i was like really she's gonna go away she didn't even rap the part she just sang the part kind of but not cardi's part but just where it needed to go yeah i was like wow (laughs) um i don't even like I was like, I cannot deal with this song. But then after the fact, I I was like, you know what? Why wasn't this the original song? Yeah, I like this. I like this so much better than at least it's kind of like exciting. Mm -hmm. If you would change some of the lyrics, then I can kind of get with the gospel thing. And then I would be kind of cool to like hear like a gospel choir like singing behind Cardi. Not like a go, it didn't feel hallelujah. Guitar! Play with your guitar! Let's see, it'll be a whole entire moment. So, once that's done... Done. (laughs) And that's just right slap in the middle of everything. That was the first confusing part of this. Honestly, yeah. There was a lot of confusing things happening. A lot of random things. Like... Okay, A lot of random things happening. So, after... Girls Like You... I don't know. I think something came between... Girls Like You and this, but I can't even remember because I was probably still stuck on Girls Like You, <laughs> but then they did She Will Be Loved, mm-hmm. um, which is a classic, and mm-hmm. I just, that, that, I love that song. That song is so good, and I liked how they used that as a slow moment. They had, like, the little lanterns and stuff, and um, Adam actually had posted and said that when they accepted the role to perform at the Super Bowl, he wrote down a list of words that mm-hmm. came to him in the moment, and those words were what ended up on the lanterns and stuff that they, like, let off and swallowed oh. that love and what in the air. So I thought that was a cool moment because he said, you know, um, he doesn't want to get, like, political or anything on like, either side 
but he knows that a lot of people are going to be watching, so he wants to share some some type of message. So I'm like, I'm always here for a message of love and peace and all that good stuff. So they sounded really good on that song. Mm-hmm. Um, so then after She Will Be Loved, a nice little moment, they go and ratchet up again with Big Boy coming in in his <gasps> Bentley or whatever car he was riding in in his fur coat. Who is that? From Outcast. Okay. Yeah, the non-Andre 3000 part of Outcast. That's what I was like, Outcast is supposed to be on here. And I totally forgot about it until I heard about it later on. Mm-hmm. It's like, Outcast wasn't there. And it, then it, it was, it was, I like the way. <laughs> yeah, Big Boy, I mean, I don't know if it was the sunglasses or the four layers of clothing, mm. but uh, to me... He did not seem like he wanted to be there. No, he did not. He did not. He was like, let me just do my part mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and get me out mm-hmm. of here. He didn't even do like a, like a, I don't know. Was that his song? I think the first one was. Or the, okay. whatever the Atlanta one thing was. Okay. I think it was his, his Cause song. Because when I heard them start singing, I like the way you move, I was like, is it? Is this from like the nineties? Like when? Where did we come? Where did we go? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're talking about. Yes, that's is, that is his song. That's from Outkast's double album, where they both they uh, both were basically made solo albums uh, on one album. Oh. And so, um, like Hey Ya yeah. was Andre 3000's like hit single from that album, and then the way you move was Big Boy's hit single from that album. So. Gotcha. Um, which, Did not know that. Honestly, iconic because. How do you make two solo albums yeah. as one album, yeah. and then you both individually, but as a group, because it's labeled as a group, get these number one songs, <laughs> and then don't make any other music after that together? What the heck? <laughs> That's how you gotta do it. So like, yeah, we're done. Maybe, <laughs> maybe one day. I don't know. We have grandkids. <laughs> so, yeah, and so they were all dancing together, doing the I mean... Obviously a great song. We know that. But, like, they were just like, I like the way you move. I said, where's the energy? Yeah. That was my huge issue with a lot of the set, which is what I have been saying about Maroon 5. They're a boring live band. Not that they're not good. They're just boring. They're not exciting. And that that was just almost this whole performance was just nothing is exciting. Sounds fine, but nothing is exciting. There's no surprises. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, so then after Big Boy leaves, um, Adam Levine starts taking off more clothes, which I didn't realize until when I watched it again. I said, he started taking off his clothes when the more sexual songs yeah. came up. Like, Sugar came on, and he took off his one thing, and then when they did moves like Jagger, mm-hmm. he took off his other shirt. I said, this is planned. <laughs> like, how deep do you think about this? Okay, mm-hmm. I take off one shirt at this time. I take up one shirt at this time. Is this rehearsed? Yeah. Like, is there their markings, like, at beat 85? <laughs> right oh, sleeve? God. No. Oh, God. Oh, missed my timing. Oops, oops, oops. Just take the whole thing off. Yeah. Which is what he did. Which is what he did. Um, so, it is Sugar, which, Sugar's a bop. I love Sugar. Um, I know you don't like it, which I don't know why. So annoying. Yeah, well, trust me. Trust me. Try having a bunch of kindergartners wanting to hear the kids' bot version over over and over again. Ew. Like, can you play Sugar? I'm like, no. Because <laughs> I don't want to hear and then I Sugar. Would, I would play Sugar, but I would play, I would play the Nicki Minaj remix because she doesn't cuss in that one, so I could play it. Oh, 
didn't know and that. I was like, it. we're playing Sugar, I'm playing an interesting version. <laughs> there's a little, it has a little different beat, too. That's why I like it. Gotcha. But, yeah, so Sugar was cool. Um, which maybe when they got to Sugar, I was like, wow, Maroon. I mean, I know Maroon 5, like I said, huge fan, have five of their albums. I didn't realize that they had hits for days until this performance said, wow, they really have hits for days. Mm. Because three of their albums weren't even acknowledged mm-hmm. that had hits. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, y'all just got, y'all can just leave off hits and still have hits. Yeah. I said, wow, Maroon 5. And then they did moves like Jagger, which I, you know what? They should have brought out Christina. I think so. She needed it. Well, and that too, that would have gave it a better ending. You just, they ended with moves like Jagger. Like what? Yeah. That was it? That's what I said. That's it. That's what I, was, I texted well, not you. Even, not even that's it. <laughs> my immediate tweet, my immediate thought and tweet, as soon as they were done, was like, so overexposed. My favorite Rune 5 album got no love tonight, even though it had some of their biggest hits. Mm-hmm. Payphone, mm-hmm. One More Night, Daylight, anyone, anything, mm-hmm. nothing, not even the instrumental, like, <laughs> but you gave girls like you a moment. That's why I was like, I feel like it's so short. I felt like that was it. Like, I know Lady if, Gaga had longer if, than that. No. No? No, their first set was 13 minutes. It was actually one of, some people only do like 12 minutes. There's actually been people sets that have been shorter. Oh, man. That. It's just that there was nothing exciting. Right. I think that, yeah. That's why it seems short. We're waiting for something to happen. Like, if like if they did do Sweet Victory, that would have been like the moment if mm-hmm. it was good. Mm-hmm. And then it probably wouldn't have seen that way. But like, there was just nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, they tried to make Girls Like You the moment, but, like, we don't like that song. hmm Like, really? Girls Like You? So... It was bland vanilla. So, yeah. So, Maroon 5 did not perform anything off of their second album, It Won't Be Soon Before Long, which had, like, Makes Me Wonder, number one hit, their first number one hit, and, like, Wake Up Call and stuff like that. They could have done Make Me Wonder. I was actually expecting them to do Make Me Wonder. And I don't know why. They did, they did three. Um, um, you don't even wonder at all. Give me something to okay, believe yeah. in. Oh, really? Because I don't believe in you. What did they? I, but they did three songs from the first album that they don't even choose to really acknowledge in real life. But I'm not their creative director. So even though I should be. I should be everyone's creative director. But, uh, <laughs> and then they didn't do anything from the third album, Hands All Over, which is fine with that because I don't care for that album. Yeah. That's the one with Misery. I love Misery, though. That's the only Moon 5 song I really, really, really like. Which is so funny because that is the song and the album that they almost quit the band because of. Mm. Yeah, they were ready to quit until Overexposed came out and gave y'all hits. And you didn't even want to acknowledge what it did for your career. That that album kept the band together. Yeah. I do like... Ooh, 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 ooh. What lovers do. Yeah. Didn't do that. Could have brought out SZA. Could have brought out SZA. Could have brought out any female. Could have done Wait, me, for all I care. <laughs> Wait, the best single on that album. I mean... Could have brought out Julia Michaels. Maybe. I don't know about all that. Okay. We, well, don't need, we don't need an emotional... I needed something. We don't need an emotional existential crisis happening on stage. <laughs> we don't need Adam to clean her body, so... <laughs> Wait, that is what she says. She does say you cleaned my body. I was listening to it today. I thought she said... Oh, I thought I read that it's cleaned to my body. 
Oh, well, maybe I just heard clean because you kept saying Because it. I heard it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's clean too, but she I feel like she's saying clean. Addiction. That's what um, she wants. <laughs> right, that's what she wants. Yeah, so where would we... Oh, and then they did... Um, they only did Sugar off of their 5 or V album, but that where was Animals? Where was Maps? Mm-hmm. But you did girls like you with a gospel choir. They do have a choir. lot of hits, they don't have a lot they? Of hits. hits for days. Hits for days. Actually, I'm sorry. Overexposed did not save the band. Moves like a Jagger saved the band. Yeah. Which is especially why I should have brought out Christina. But I feel like, not to be biased, but Lady Gaga did most, if not all, of her single hits in that time frame. And Maroon 5 did, what, three, four? They did more than three or four. Oh, they did. Def- I feel like they, they did definitely three or four. did. No, they did one. Harder to breathe. This love. Um. Uh, girls like you. Mm-hmm. She will be loved. Sugar. Moose like Jagger. Six. Six, I think. They might have done one more. I think I'm, I think I'm honestly am skipping something. I just was like so over girls like you. I can't remember. But, um, yeah. I mean, they could have done more songs. Um, but I think they did. I don't know. And Gaga didn't do all her hits. She did nothing from our pop. Mm. I remember. I thought. Remember. I thought you were even like mad about that. What? That she didn't do anything from our pop. Um, I that she well, did more classic stuff. Well, I mean, like you, I mean, like we all know, it's the classics are what the Super Bowl yeah, really wants. Yeah, you're gonna get the bigger. bigger so, that way. but I mean, she did applause. Hmm. She did it. Nope. Maybe she just like, wanted it last her night. to. Yeah, no. Ugh, makes me cry every time. She's just coming down. Oh yeah, that's why you texted me the. Yeah, because I I, I didn't know. I, I was reading about halftime shows and they were talking about. Other people had like surprising moments in their show that made it interesting. Like, mm-hmm. when Five did it, and they were talking about when Gaga jumped off. They were like, Yeah, it was pre recorded for obvious reasons. I said, oh, so That was pre recorded? <sighs> that was news to me. I, I wanted to believe she really just, <laughs> just dropped him to the cello. I mean, she did. Yeah. She did, technically, just not necessarily from like all the way up there in the moment. Um, I think it was. So that that makes me assume, makes me think that the whole "God Bless America" part that had to all the whole thing had to be pre-recorded. Yeah. And then she jumped off, and that to be, she was just probably already hanging like halfway right. down or something, and then she just came down the rest of the way. But either so iconic. So mm. where would we? Well, first, was there any part of this performance that? Never mind. We just talked about that. I was gonna say, is there any part of this performance that like? stuck out like there was nothing that stuck out besides girls like you but not sticking out for like necessarily <laughs> the right reasons but um I mean like it wasn't definitely was not the worst for me at least definitely was not the worst Super Bowl halftime show I've seen but probably one of the most least not I don't want to say least entertaining just least interesting mm-hmm. it was boring mm-hmm. but where would we kind of rate this with other halftime shows Mm. Mm. I mean, even Coldplay's halftime show was better than this one. Yeah. Coldplay's a better band. And they brought out Beyonce. 
and Bruno Mars to have a dance-off. Surprising things. Interesting things. Yeah. Room 5 did nothing. Well, they did. They did Room 5. Bland, stale bread. <laughs> As my dad would say, dry white toast. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, I guess not good is an answer. Not good on the bottom. I, I've only seen a f- I've only seen well, recent I'm, years. I so so what I'm saying is, well, I mean I've only really seen recent years. Either. That's kind of what I'm talking about. I kind of when I reference Super Bowls, the first halftime show I saw or I like saw saw I'm like I was recognizing what was going on. I knew it was a halftime show. Was the Black Eyed Peas, and I believe that was twenty either twenty eleven or twenty ten. Oh. So everything from there on is what I consider. I don't really I don't consider like. Okay. The Michael Jackson, or like the Shannon oh. Justin, the Diana Ross, all that other 90s, early 2000s stuff. I don't consider, because I, I've mm. seen them, but like I wasn't mm-hmm. Let me get up a list so I can see. I mean, I'm like, yeah, it's not better than Beyonce. It's not better than Gaga. It's not no. better. God, no. Not better than, yeah, well, even better than Katie. I mean, Katie had it w- costumes. Katie had production. Katie had a lion coming Katie, out. Katie had left shark. She had left shark. Katie had left shark. Left Come shark. on now. Katie, yeah, Katie had a lot, of, a good, really good production value. That's part of the best part of her. She had, uh, well, when Madonna did she her, she brought stage. out Madonna lip sync. So we aren't. Okay. <laughs> Madonna lip sync, and she had everyone else on her show lip sync too. Because, but yeah, Madonna had brought on Nicki Minaj, MIA, and mm-hmm. Alan FAO, mm-hmm. which was so random. But rest in peace to LMFAO. But <laughs> wow, it says Lady Gaga was the most watched musical event of all time. The Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal. Mm, uh, my girl. It was a big deal because that, that was like at the beginning of her comeback. Mm. She was like, "Let me show you that I'm still queen." <laughs> Let me show you something. <laughs> let me just remind you, y- y'all. You know what? I was doing little Joanne for a little bit, but let me just remind you that the fame is real. Okay? Ooh. Well, okay. So where would Justin fall on this list? Because Justin's was boring too. Justin's was not boring. Oh. Not like I enjoyed. Well, to Justin. me, Justin. I enjoyed. Boring. I mean, it wasn't like one of my favorites, but I enjoyed his. Yeah. At least he did something, and there was musical transitions that made sense. A lot of this Maroon 5 stuff which is really random ra- random transitions that didn't work well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who was the musical director behind this? Like, these transitions are not good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Justin had a lot of... I don't know. But I don't... I think Justin's is better than Maroon 5. Maroon 5 is more near... I don't even know where I put it. It just wasn't boring. <laughs> That's all. Who do we think, who do we, what do we, who do we want for next year? Who would you think would be good? I was talking about this today, mm-hmm. and I think, I don't know if they would ever do this or if this person would even say yes, mm-hmm. but I think in what logically makes sense, I think it's Drake. I was just going to say Drake. I think Drake, especially after the year he had yes, last year. I think, but you know what? I I was gonna say Drake, and I'm glad Could you, you said Drake. you imagine a lot of people just doing the In My Feelings dance on the stage? But that's what I'm saying. Like, Drake is more radio to me. Mm-hmm. He's more like sit down and listen. He's not like, you know. Like a performer? Yeah. But he is. Well, I mean, he would have like, I mean, he'd probably have like a lot of extra I mean, stuff. And he'd bring out, he would bring out like right. great people. Everybody. <laughs> No. What about Nikki? I'm just thinking. So I'll get to that. I'm oh, okay. just thinking Drake, just because he just has like these huge hits that mm-hmm. people like. 
I'm just it's just after the year he had people yeah. everyone knows these songs and everyone likes these songs as yeah. as annoying as some of them are yeah. now um at a Super Bowl it would still be great yeah um N- Nikki I can't I can't see Nikki doing it by herself yet per se, but what someone did I saw on Twitter was if Nikki and Ariana did it together and I mm. said mm. You know what? Mm. Would kind of be here for that. The whole female empowerment thing. They have so many songs together. Yeah. Already. You get a mix of rap and a mix of like pop. What would low-key kind of be here for that? Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, Nikki could do, like, a God is a Woman remix or something, or a Seven Rings remix. Everyone wanted her on the Seven Rings remix, but she gave us Two Chains instead. Oh. Which was so random. The song, the fact that that song has a remix already yeah. is random. It yeah. went number one. What do you need a remix for? But, um, yeah. So that was the halftime show. Hopefully better ones next year. Oh, also, too, I wouldn't be... I mean, you know, I'm low-key so rooting for Imagine Dragons at one point. Mm-hmm. But I also would not... My actual, though, predictions, though, for next year, who I think they're going to decide between... I mean, we'll see where the politics of this whole yeah, situation are then. But I would... My best bet is between Drake and Taylor Swift. For them to ask. I'm not Taylor saying... Taylor Swift? She got hits. Yeah, she does have hits. Hits, and she will draw the crowd. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. That's the only reason why I'm saying that. That's true. Maybe if they do the Super Bowl in, like, Tennessee or, like, something like that. Like, somewhere else. Yeah. You know? Maybe. All right, so that is the halftime show. Let us know what you guys thought, if you even watched, because you might have fallen asleep, like, <laughs> uh, on the rest of the planet. I actually wonder where... I can't wait for the views to come in, because I wonder where they fell uh-huh. in viewership. Like, where people are like, er, off. Um, okay, so, fifth, the Fifth Harmony off. Mm-hmm. So, Fifth Harmony, as you know, girl band from The X Factor, made up of five artists. Camila Cabello, yes. Normani, Lauren Haregi, Dinah Jane, and Ali Brooke. Uh, accomplished a lot of things together. Had massive hits, like Worth It and Work From Home. And then... Uh, Camila actually left the group a little early to embark on a solo career, and then the rest of them continued as four. And then last year, 2018, mm-hmm. the four of them decided to take an indefinite hiatus. We all, whatever, I'm not even going to get into what that means. Um, and they've all started to embark on solo careers, and they've all been kind of taking their own little time to kind of figuring out what they want to do. But now, in 2019, they've all finally put out at least one official single from an album. Uh, mm. Like I did mention, Camila had an extra head start, so she actually has an album already out. But we're not talking about albums. Well, we can't talk about albums because right. nobody else has one yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to talk about... We're going to be talking about the lead single mm-hmm. from their album. The... And I know, if especially if people are fans of Fifth Harmony or any of them as individuals, please, the list I know in some ways seems a little unfair. But hmm. that's just the logistics of how it works because I could, we could have done, we could have done 
first ever solo single release out of the band, but I don't think that would have been fair because I don't that we would have to include songs from Camila that aren't that the same par as yeah. songs that the other girls are were putting out. And then um and then too we would also have to like consider like love lies and it just there's too much that plays into it. So yeah. the songs that we are gonna be talking about though from each of the artists. So we have from Camila or we have Havana featuring Young Thug. Normani, we have Waves featuring Black. Expectations. Wish I had no expectations. I wish that I could get it through your head with no confrontation. I really wish we could. Dinah Jane, we have Bottled Up featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Mark E. Basie. I'm We have Low Key yep. featuring Tyga. Um, so I think probably be best let's go through once each song. Um say kind of what we feel about each song and then we'll we'll I'm putting ranking in air quotes not like really ranking but we'll we'll kind of be like okay which one gives like the best representation of the person or which one do we feel like is the strongest start to a career and so for for purposes, we are just looking at the songs strictly as songs, not taking into account chart performances or that Havana's been out much longer than the other songs or that Havana is Havana. Yes. Um, we're looking at it music-wise to try to be the most objective. So, Havana. I love the Latin hip-hop sound. I think that's a really great mix, especially for the time. Yeah, the time it came, it out, came out definitely prime. It was very perfect timing. Um, it's a great record. The bass is amazing when it comes in on the chorus. And then um, the music video is pretty great, too, and fun. I remember correctly, <laughs> Kaylee, you didn't really like the music video. No, I did right? not like the music video for Havana, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I did not like the music video because... When I listened to the song for the first time, I had a completely different music video in my mm-hmm. head. So I think I already came into it a little peeved. Yeah, no, I feel that happens to me sometimes with some songs. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that's not what I would have Let done. Let me get my agent on the phone. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I think uh, I think it's a really good. I think it was a really good sound that helped really define mm-hmm. Camila. Like you know, she was putting out a lot of songs before that, are doing features or whatever. And they just seemed like a bunch of random stuff. But this was the first one that was like, oh, wait, 
Camila might actually have something going on. And then it, you know, became the lead single from her album. But I will say about Havana, I think she really stretched this song to its limit. Mm-hmm. With just how how much she performed it, the the how she performed it differently every single time she performed it, I just hope that she doesn't become the Havana girl. And I say Ooh. that because I was at a store with one of my friends, and we were walking by the video section, and the Consequences music video came on the TV, and they turned around and said, hey, look, oh, that's the girl from Havana. I said... Uh-oh. Camila Cabello. Like, I don't really know her. I was like, <gasps> I was like, are they your friends still? Yeah. And I was like, I was not, that's not that deep. But I was like, I was like, you just really called her the Havana girl. I said that's not good. Oh. I said that's not good. I said, oh no. I said, but she also has never be the same. I was like, what? Like no, mm. the Havana girl. I said okay. Um, Ooh, that's that bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was like, yikes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then, yeah, so Havana. So then, Normani. Yes. Um, after she had success with Love Lies and whatnot, and some other collaborations that she did with, like, Calvin Harris and with Quavo, which that song is not good, but her part, I think it's pretty good. Will allow. <laughs> Will allow. Which Will allow. Like, cut out the one little snippet. <laughs> um, she put out the first song from her upcoming album, and it's called uh, the the Wave Song. We're still waiting on the music video. Mm-hmm. She said it's coming soon, but I'm just kind of confused. I'm like, are we? Are you doing waves and dancing with a stranger at the same time? Mm. What's going on? She because she hasn't really done too many inter or done hasn't done any interviews really about that song. Sam Smith has done a lot, so I'm like, oh, and he keeps saying, "Oh, this is both of our songs." Like, okay, is it on her album? Like, what? Like, I just need to know clearly what mm-hmm. is happening with this song. But waves, I think it um, it's a nice bass heavy R and B track and um, that really, I think, shows off Normani in the best light so far in terms of, like, as an artist and sonically. Um, but it's still keeping that pop element that, you know, she came from, from the group with the chorus. as the waves. Very catchy, very simple, very easy to grasp onto. And I think that Black, the Black feature complements the song really well, and I think they sound really well uh, together. And I, I definitely think he helps elevate the song which is also what Normani said like um, like it's a fine song if it was just her but I think adding an, him onto it really helps oh yeah I was listening to it on the, in the car on the way here and mm-hmm. I was like wow this song really was actually I actually really enjoyed it because I could hear her yeah I could understand her vibe, yeah, she, she um, the beat was kicking and mm-hmm. every time the, I heard that I was like ooh Normani yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ooh Normani <laughs> Actually, a lot of them. Actually, you know what? Almost all of them have like a at least one so far. Like, where the stuff bass just keeps, yeah. and you're just like, eh, okay, girl, I see you. Um, yeah, and I too, I like, and I like that with this, she, um, because Normani and she has been playing with both genres and mm-hmm. markets a lot with the music that she's been putting out with. But I'm kind of glad for her first song official song from her album mm-hmm. she put out a more R&B leaning track than instead of doing a simple generic pop thing like she could have easily have done so yeah great Miss Lauren Haregi um 
and her first single from her album Expectations. So, not being biased, mm-hmm. we all know that Lauren is my favorite. Um, just, and I actually haven't heard Expectations. I was listening to it today and watching the music video. I actually haven't listened to that song in maybe a couple of weeks because mm-hmm. I've been just more than that. It's just been on repeat. But mm-hmm. um, vocals, the rasp, yes, and her the voice. Rasp. Here's the tone and the emotion that mm-hmm. is just coming through. And just the fact that she wrote this song by herself. Mm-hmm. She just wrote the whole thing just by herself. I'm just like, wow. I'm just amazed that you're, one, I'm amazed that the label was like, yeah, girl, we'll let you put out a song you wrote by yourself as your first single. And the fact that she went from a group where they had no say in anything that they did. I mean, the last album when it was the four of them, I guess they did, but that was a long time coming. So from going from that type of experience to, hey, I wrote my first song by myself, and mm-hmm. it's great, so suck it, hmm? old label. <laughs> and um, I think it's the most musically diverse mm-hmm. from the Fifth Harmony sound. And I think, too, with performances of this song, and just really in general... Um, I think Lauren has proved to have, like, the best live and the best consistent live vocals from the group. Like, you can tell that she's putting in work yeah. on the vocal uh, side of things. But she was doing that a lot to their last stage of the group because I would notice in their performances. I was like, Lauren's pretty, cons- like, belting these notes out here, like, pretty consistent with no strain. I was like, Lauren, you get a vocal coach or something? Like, what is going on? Yeah. But, um, and I think the music video, too, was uh, very well shot. I really watched it for the first time today. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a lot of good different uh, shots and whatnot. Yeah, she was always my favorite um, vocally. <sighs> At least someone has taste. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> another person who's been on this podcast. <sighs> Can't you can't throw Delisa under the bus? I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Anyone who thinks Camila was the best vocalist in the group is on some type of drug. But. Yeah. No, I um <laughs> when expectations came out, I didn't know what I was expecting. <laughs> um, but but no, I like the definitely like you said the soul of it. Um, the fact that you can hear the pain in her voice mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ty Dallison, what were you doing, Ty? That, well, they're fine now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I have to say about it, though. It just, when I listen to songs just for the song, it's just like, I I just take it all in, and I go, okay, that was a good song. I Next. wish I had no expectations. Yeah. Wish I could get through your head. And I also like that she was singing, like, she never sang like that. Yeah. Well, honestly, I'll, maybe it's because she almost had all chance. of these songs they never sang like that in the group. Well, obviously, they never had a chance, or yeah. they were, or they were stuck with like you know a ten second part. <laughs> so, well, how much can you do in ten seconds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is also the thing I like the most about them being solos that we're seeing so much more diversity and range from them. It's like, wow, I never knew you could do something like that. And speaking of, well, not speaking of, but the next one, Dinah Jane. Shade, the shade. <laughs> is, well, it's, well, you'll see why I said that, but it's bottled up Dinah Jane with Ty Dolla Sign, speaking of Ty Dolla Sign, and Marky Basie. You're just keeping it all in the family. You know yeah. I mean? Dinah's like, hey, Lauren, can I use your boo for a song? <laughs> yes, girl, go ahead. Go ahead. He um, ain't doing nothing. Right. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, I said, while this is a bop, it is the closest 
out of these five songs to a fifth harmony song. Yeah. Um, and she's basically said herself several times that it's like work from home two. Mm. I don't want to say work from home 2.0, but like work from home two because she has some fifth harmony references in there. And then Ty Dolla Sign is on the song and he was also on work from home. Um, I do like the choice of the features though with Ty and Marky Basie. I think they fit that sound really well because yeah. I think she made the song with them and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Marky Basie and I love his voice and his production and whatnot. Um, but I did say, speaking of the Fifth Harmony references, I think they killed the song a little bit. Like now that I'm a little far removed from it first coming out when she was doing interviews, I'm like, oh, that's cute and everything. But like, I just never liked the idea of her marketing it mm-hmm. as like work from home too. I said, that's going to, you, you need to separate yourself yeah. from the group. The fact that you have three references to songs in there, it's like, girl, like, <laughs> I understand you were the biggest fan in the group, but, you know, we gotta grow up and we gotta move on. I find the song the cringiest of the songs, just because it feels, like you said, it feels like the most fit, fifth harmony of the songs. Yeah. When I listen to it, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, who could have sang this part? Yeah. That's literally all I think. I'm like, oh, Lauren would have sounded good in that chorus, singing about being high and drinking. And like, Lauren would have done that part. I said, this mm-hmm. part, Allie would have done this part, or Normani would have came in here. And that's all I think about when I listen yeah. to this song. No, definitely. I was listening to this on the, the way here, and I was like, yeah. although it's kind of a jam, I oh, feel like this would go on to Kids Bop real quick. You know? I got my fruit snacks, I'm bottled up. Something or other. Oh, you're saying that there could be a kids' bot version yeah. of this song? Like, yeah. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm, I don't know. Some I... kids' bop songs bop. <laughs> As a person who has to actively listen to kids' bop, listen. Some of those they, the bass on I, the kids' bop, I like it. Still <laughs> slaps. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> No, Kids Bop 1 will always reign supreme in my brain because that is the last time. I think they did it in Kids Bop 2 a little bit, but that was the last time they actually just used adult singers and then the kids came in. Kids Bop 1 did, yeah. was not kids. Yeah. It was an adult. Oh, yeah, I remember what Kids, kids. Bop used to be like. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. That's the best one. That's where I learned the blue song. True. Um, oh, yeah, I think the video is cute and colorful. And oh, very colorful. Fun. Yeah. yeah, and I like the choreography, too, that's in it. Um, mm. I just kind of wish she would, I don't know, do something else. <laughs> but, okay, and the last song, Ali Brooke, uh, last but not least, is Loki featuring Tyga and... I don't know why I said and. <laughs> <laughs> Tyga and me. I'm on the remix. <laughs> so we did talk about this song last week, so yes. if you want more of our full opinions of that song, you can check out that episode but yeah the now that i've listened to it more since yeah. that podcast it's a bop the chorus is so infectious the bass slaps and yeah. it really shows their personality it's, it's a bop i can just when i found out that it was cardi b's team that did this and she's like basically working with all of cardi b's team who did bodak yellow i like it and money i said oh ali is set mm-hmm. and that video has a budget i said ali is she good <laughs> not even concerned about her yeah. now someone else on this list kind of concerned about her but Allie I'm <laughs> not, not concerned about Allie um, I do want some vocals though but she did say that she will be giving like vocals and high notes on her album because someone asked that in a fan 
a fan question interview. Mm. She was like, someone was like, is there going to be high notes on the album? She's like, yes, you know, I got to give you my high notes. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, shut up, Allie. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, so well, all right. <laughs> okay, Allie. Um, okay, so which song do... I'm going to ask a couple questions before we wrap up. Okay. Which song do you think best represents the specific girl in terms of an artistic direction? Like, who, what song do you think, like, yeah, that's them, or that's their sound, or I can hear them making more stuff like this and it would really work? Normani. You think Waves? Mm. Okay. Because she's done it. Because she, in the, in the concept of your question, she's done exactly that. She stayed in the Love Lies Waves. Yeah. Um, it was cloud, as I would say. Um, have like Camila did one Latin-y song and then went on to do consequences. You know, that's not the same. Which makes me mad because she has three. She had three. Well, she did try with sangria wine, but we don't talk about. We that. don't. That's not <laughs> important. Yeah, we don't talk about we that. Don't talk about um, <laughs> she did have. Three Three other Latin East songs on the album, right? And I was, especially Inside Out. I'm really mad that that wasn't a single, mm. and that she chose to do more of the poppier stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't her choice. But it was the label that did more of the poppier stuff as the second and third single. I was like, okay, but like I'm, I'm just confused. Yeah, like I'm just confused. Um, for me though. Um, I also, yeah, I also, well, I also would agree. Mine's either Waves or, um, Waves or Havana. Mm. I think, I think they both represent an idea and a sound that Normani and Camila were both trying to do. And I Mm -hmm. think they executed both, um, very, very well. Um, I also do, I want to say... I want to say expectations. Expectations in terms of, like, the vocal performance Mm -hmm. in the song. I personally am more... I mean, I still think they're kind of in a a similar-ish vein. I think that more than that is a better representation of where Lauren's music can Mm. go. Mm-hmm. I um mainly because expect expectation sounds like doesn't sound like but it's like her Amy Winehouse mm-hmm. type of thing yeah and it's like as great as it is and that's that's really cool you know Lauren you're also like twenty two so I don't need like I would not I wouldn't want a whole album full of songs like expectations um so yeah so I would have to agree with you I think either waves are. Havana is probably mm-hmm. even though Allie did say that low key is probably a really definitive representation of what the rest of her music and album will sound like. She said it's probably she said it's pretty much gonna be all like in a similar yeah, she's fine then. Band. So Allie, you gonna you coming with bops for days? <laughs> when she did say that she's like, I got bops, y'all. I said, Okay, Allie, we will we will see when they come. Um Okay. Which what If you, sorry, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to, like, phrase questions in a way where it's not, like, 
Havana is the obvious answer. Mm-hmm, like, which... Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to choose one of these songs, this is basically... What's my favorite? What song? Is what I'm asking. I was going to say, if you had to like choose one of these songs to keep on a playlist, which one would it be? But that's basically asking which one. Or which one do you enjoy the most? Or which one is like the one you are most... No, no, better question. Which one do you most relate to? Like, which one is like, that song is like, for me. Like, that tells a story that I've been through. Or, not a story, but you know what I mean. But like, which song do you feel the most connected to. Like, you hear, I'm like, yeah, I can vibe with Allie. I can vibe with Lauren. I guess that answer in that question would be expectations. hmm But the song I would keep on a playlist, either Waves or Loki. The... I feel I... Like, the one that's connected to... Um, Honestly, probably either Waves or Bottled Up. Hmm. I actually do. Like, I actually really like the lyrics. Mm-hmm. That's and, a cute jam. And bottled, and bottled Up. I don't know. I just, I just really like the chorus. I'm drinking, baby, because I'm bottled up. Um, I think it's his voice. But, yeah, those probably two. The one I would keep on a playlist is all of them. They're all on my... I was going to say they're all... well. About to give a spoiler, but yeah. Oh. Um. I mean, I I mean, I like all I like all the songs, yeah. but if I had to choose, though, I would honestly probably keep. I would probably keep Havana. Mhm. It's just because it's so infectious. Mhm. And the bass. Mm-hmm. And I've literally had three versions of Havana on a playlist at one time at one point. Oh, man. Such a good song. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I would keep any of them on a playlist, mm-hmm. I guess, but probably Havana would be. Um, and then, two last question. It's probably an obvious answer. Well, maybe, maybe not. Let me not even say that. If there was one song that you would like to see, like, Fifth Harmony cover... And this is the five of them, Fifth Harmony. Out of these five, which one would you, like, want to hear, like, Fifth Harmony sing? That's a good question. And it's so interesting because, like, they're very... I mean, maybe besides, like, Low Key and Havana, they're all pretty different from each other. And since all the girls have such different tones to their voice, it's like... Would someone even sound like? Would Camila sound good on waves? <laughs> um, she would try. She could probably do the. She would probably sing the chorus. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I'm gonna say either well, bottled up or Loki. Because I can hear them all like harmonizing on like Loki, Loki, you should really. Mm-hmm. Or even that the bridge where the la 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 la. Yeah. That part. Um, honestly, I would, I would be interested to hear them sing Expectations, because mm. they never got enough moments that came out, a lot of them that they recorded that have leaked mm-hmm. as, as of then, but they never had enough moments where they could just sing and mm-hmm. just be vocally vulnerable and whatnot, so I would like to see that, and I honestly...
honestly kind of be interested to hear them sing Havana too. Mm. Like take out Young Thug's part and then add like a whole other verse mm-hmm. for like Normani or Dinah or someone. I could see that. <laughs> um, Call me. Yeah, um, waves would not go over well. No, I don't think so. I think. I think only. I think only Lauren, Dinah, and, and Normani would sound good on that. I think Camila had, could maybe sound good on the waves, but as long as she, as long as Camila sings like Camila sings now and doesn't sing mm-hmm. like she sang mm-hmm. <laughs> back then, then I think that um, could work. But I don't really hear Ali's voice on that, and. Um, I can see Loki too, but that that kind of reminds me. That would remind me too much of like Por Favor. Oh, okay. Like when I hear them singing that song, I just hear them singing Por Favor, and just how that didn't make any sense, and mm-hmm. why was that a single, and why did you work with Pitbull, and I. They had to get. They had to do something. They had to do something. They couldn't just sell their butts all the they, day could have had a label who could have realized the bops that they had on that album and actually put those out as singles, but y'all wanted to release Down. Mm-hmm. Wait, Down was all four, five of them? No. It wasn't? No. Oh. You're probably thinking that because it sounds like Work From Home, which was No, they did them. one at the beach. All In My Head. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That song's a bop. Um... Okay, so uh, Fifth Harmony. Make sure that you support all these songs. Yeah. You'll find them in a playlist on our Spotify page. Let us know mm-hmm. which is your favorite. I probably will maybe ask you guys on Instagram which of these five lead singles from Fifth Harmony members' debut albums mm-hmm. do you like the best, which ones are, do you already listen to, which ones haven't you listened to, and who do you think actually, ask Kayla this too, right, before yes. we leave who do you think and this is such a controversial question but who do you think and we'll just say in the next five years who mm-hmm. do you think will be the most successful, or who have who who will have had the most success, do you think from just from everything that you've seen them do so far, and the music that you've heard who do you think or who's your money on? Huh. I'm gonna say I feel like Normani's almost done with her with her prime time. I know she hasn't put out an album yet, but like honestly, she's done so many features, I feel like people aren't gonna like be receptive to like an, a solo album. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I know what you're saying. My issue with that Normani collab thing it's like okay I just don't want you to become the collab girl yeah like we need because and I and because and I she hasn't yet to put out well I mean she only has one song I guess that's technically hers I'm like she's yet to put out that music video Mm -hmm. everyone else has their music video out for like their single or whatever Mm -hmm. and then we have yet to hear you, besides, I guess, that one song, but technically it's a collab with Calvin Harris, where you're singing by yourself. Mm-hmm. 
We've never heard you sing by yourself. Right. So, so I, my, my issue is that you keep collabing and we're just so used, I mean, you collabed with Fifth Harmony for years. Like, we're so, we're so used to hearing you sing with other people. It's like, okay, well, can you carry something by yourself? And that's the thing where the real test comes in, which is why I'm, I'm excited and nervous where Lauren said that she's not going to have any features on her album because she's like, you've heard me you heard me with other voices for mm. years like it would be nice to just hear my hear myself for once which I think is true so I would love to just hear Normani by herself and I'm sure that's coming for sure I just don't want it to be too late mm. and I also don't want pop Normani to supersede R&B Normani so that nobody cares about her R&B songs and mm-hmm. it's like girl where's where's more stuff like Dancing with a Stranger yeah um but sorry. No. Um. Honestly, probably. I think Allie's gonna get pretty big. I think Allie's gonna get it. And Allie deserves to because she's such she, a good person. She's like such a light. I love Allie. Um. My. My money. My hard earned money right now, is is set on. Mm-hmm is set on Lauren and that's not just because she's my favorite but I think she um there's just an authenticity about her and, and just the way she approaches things and carries herself um that I think and you can I think it shows that she's putting in yeah. the most work mm-hmm. to improve and get better um I haven't seen as many live performances from Dinah or I mean I have seen plenty of live performances from Dinah but she hasn't been singing live mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to really tell and then Allie hasn't really performed low key or anything yet and then Normani is like Normani performs once every six months it seems <laughs> like at this point and and so um yeah, so my money is, is either on Lauren Lauren and Allie right now, especially after hearing Loki, I'm like, I don't know, this thing's about to blow up. Um, but so Lauren, Allie, and Normani are kind of like my top three right now. My thing with Camila is and I've said this since she left the group, I don't think that it was her time to leave the group when she left the group. And I think she's very lucky. And she should feel very blessed that Havana became what Havana became because mm-hmm. that was nothing about that was guaranteed. That wasn't even supposed to be a single. She mm-hmm. put that out side by side with OMG and said, which one do you guys like better? Mm-hmm. And which is the same thing with The Dark Horse by Katy Perry. Wasn't supposed to be a single. She put that out with Walking on Air and said, which one do you like better? And really? the rest is history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I got so I I always got so mad when Dark Horse got popular. I was like, this wasn't even supposed to be a single. I voted because I voted for Walking on Air, so I'm just salty. (laughs) Still salty. I am. I am. That's and that's why her career is. Oh. She has a new song coming out with Zed this Friday, I believe. Ooh. Okay. Collaboration is coming out. So the song she does for the Olympics. Zed, please rise. Oh, such a good song. Mm -hmm. So Zed, I need you to help revive Katy Perry's career. You've helped Marin Morris. You've helped Alessia Cara. Who is nominated for country songs, by the way, at the Grammys. Yes. Okay. As well as the middle. Right. Nominated for both, yeah. Yeah. Because Marin Morris. Um, 
Yeah, but Camila, I just, I don't know what she's going, I have no idea what she's going to do second time around. Like, yeah. how, I don't know how she's going to follow up. Yeah. Um. And, and I don't think she knows either, because at one point last year, she said, my second album is done. Then she went on a little break, and then she came back and said, I just want to finish my second album. Now she posts today, I have a thousand million songs or whatever, for like, and lyrics and ideas for my second album. I said, but didn't you say this album was done, like, four months ago? You don't know what you're doing. Mm. The label doesn't know what they're doing. How do you follow Havana? Are you going to make another Havana? Ali already did that. <laughs> so you can't do that? <coughs> what? So, so I'm actually very, I'm very interested to see what all, all the girls are going to do um, coming up within the next few months. But I'm, I'm like anticipating that Camila Cabello 2 lead single because I have no idea. What if poor Dinah... Dinah needs to... What a poor Dinah. So, uh, really quick about Dinah. I love Dinah. I think she def- she has probably... And things always fluctuate with me. She probably has my... Uh, like, right now, has my second favorite voice yeah. in the group. And I think she's so talented. Has such great stage presence. Um... Is such a good dancer, a good performer, and she's been showing all that stuff. It's like I just don't, and she's very talented music wise. Like she helped uh, write and do some of the best songs I think on their self titled Fifth Harmony album. Mm-hmm. But she signed with her issue is that she signed with L.A. Reid, who is the same person who screwed over Fifth Harmony. Why would you sign with the person who screwed you over? The first time, what the what who what made you make that decision? Mm-hmm. Was that your only option? Did no other label want you? I mean, maybe, but like, <laughs> poor Dinah. Poor Dinah, cause she she deserve. They all deserve, but she definitely deserves. So I'm just hoping that once she gets together, just put out if you put out another song or just do something with bottled up. I don't know. Like nothing is happening. With her, I, I see all the other girls doing stuff. Well, I don't see Dinah doing anything. So, but we'll see. Um, okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening to yes. this podcast episode. Uh, fun fact, Kaylee and I are about to actually go run over to the gym because those two podcast together. Sweat together. Boom. So, um, <laughs> if you're at the gym, check us out. No, just kidding. Oh, um, boy, do not, please. I'm going to look a mess. Don't do that. Please don't. Um, <laughs> but, yes, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast episode. Make sure you check out the other episodes from this podcast. And next week, we will be talking about the Grammys mm-hmm. and um, Ariana Grande's fifth album, mm-hmm. Thank You, Next, which apparently she's, she was talking about how she started making new music and everyone's like oh who's excited for Ariana Grande 6 I said Ariana Grande 6 I'm still excited about Sweetener <laughs> yeah Sweetener <laughs> anybody like, Sweetener anyone we were just praising God as a woman three months ago <laughs> Breathing never got a chance Breather didn't get to breathe Literally, I heard it today on the radio I was like you know you should have been so much bigger like, yeah. I don't understand <laughs> Also, um, tomorrow will be four months until our Gaga trip. Yes, if you didn't know, we are going to see Gaga in Vegas um, in June and maybe a bunch of other celebrities because clearly everyone's going to Vegas. I know. I didn't even think we could just see them. 
if they're like there. Like on the streets. Not yeah. like see them. Oh, like they could yes. be around. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, me either. <gasps> or they could be at Gaga's residency. Oh, Whatever, like sitting next to Drake. Oh. And Cardi B. Oh. <gasps> Cardi. Um, okay. Anyway, we're going to wrap up. Um, uh, and we're going to go out to uh, what is just. I want to give um we're gonna go to makes me wonder by Maroon Five okay because that song also should have got some love at the Super Bowl as mm. well as that album that's actually my second favorite Maroon Five album so <laughs> I was a little salty Maroon Five fan oh, um huh? last night but this is makes me wonder by Maroon Five and see you guys later bye.